Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, how's it going? This episode is going to be about when are you recovered? And the reason I want to do this episode is because I get a lot of questions about this, not just from my course members and my clients, but people that are listeners of the podcast, people on Instagram, they all ask me at some point, what counts as recovery? When can I officially say that I am recovered? I'm in the clear. How long does it take to recover? What actually defines recovery? And is it possible? Now, I answered the question last week of, is it possible? But this week, I wanted to address what actually defines recovery. And I think that I may surprise you in what I define as recovery and something that can help you think of recovery in a new light. I'm going to read off a couple definitions of what other people define as recovery because I think that will be helpful for insight. But a lot of people have this very perfect notion of what they think a full recovery from bulimia is. They have to have not binged and purged for 30 days or a full two years, and they have to be completely free of all other disordered thinking, and they never have to have an urge to binge and purge, and they are completely normal with food, all these things, and that means that they are fully recovered from bulimia. According to Montanito, their nationwide huge company dedicated to eating disorder therapy, Uh, And they have inpatient treatments. I think they have virtual treatments and all that sort of stuff. They said, according to them, quote, to be fully recovered, an individual must be completely free from all symptoms of his or her eating disorder. In addition, the person must have also accepted his or her natural body size and shape, and he or she will no longer engage in any behaviors related to food or body size that could be considered self-destructive. Instead, this person will have an appropriate perspective on food, body weight, body image, and other such issues. Full recovery is the ultimate goal of anyone who has an eating disorder, as it signals the individual is not free from the majority of the negative effects of the illness. So that's their definition, and just to be clear, just reading that definition, I'd say they have a pretty hefty long list of what counts as a full recovery and a pretty high standard of what's what's counts as recovery. Maybe they wouldn't even consider me fully recovered because I still attempt to lift weights and uh, monitor my body shape in some shape or form, and they probably wouldn't count me as fully recovered, I'm guessing. I don't want to put words in their mouth. They, they, this is just on their website, so maybe they need to update this. But um, they also might not count me as recovered because I occasionally still have the urge to binge and purge, though those urges are incredibly weak. But I like to be clear about that, that sometimes I still do have those urges. They're just really easy for me to pass by. And then nationaleatingdisorders.org, which is a huge resource to a lot of people with eating disorders, says there are three components of recovery that counts as a full recovery. So they break it up into physical recovery, behavioral recovery, and psychological recovery. And a physical recovery is normalizing the physical effects of eating the eating disorder. And then the behavioral recovery is, quote, this is aspect of recovery means a dramatic reduction in food restriction and overexercise, purging, and or binging. So that's interesting that they say a dramatic reduction. 
but they're not saying full recovery. They don't have anything that defines that. They just say it, this includes this. And then they have the psychological recovery. And they say this. Perhaps the hardest area of recovery to define, psychological recovery means addressing the cognitive and emotional aspects of the eating disorder, such as body image distress, perfectionism, and rules around food, eating, and weight. Those with co-occurring conditions such as mood and anxiety disorders may also need to manage those disorders to sustain lasting recovery. So they don't even give like a full definition of full recovery. They just kind of say, this is what you need to look at to measure the level of recovery. And then I want to read you something from this book. This is called The Rules of Normal Eating. That's the book. And I love this book. I think it's a really great little Bible to understand how to eat normally again. But uh, in her introduction, she counts herself as fully recovered, but she says, I think of myself as a normal eater about 90 to 95% of the time. Because of my dysfunctional relationship with food for the three plus decades, I accept that I might never eat like someone who never had a problem with eating. And that's fine with me. I'm like a person who has learned a second language and speaks it fluently, but with a slight accent, or someone who has been injured and walks with a barely perceptible limp. I don't expect it to be perfect. And I love her, I, she doesn't say this is her definition of recovery, but I love that she says this because it it alludes to the fact that recovery isn't perfect. And the fact of the matter is, you'll never be the same. You'll never be the same after bulimia because it was in your life. Now, does bulimia define you? Like, it does, does it define me because I used to be bulimic? No. It doesn't mean that you are bulimic and you're bulimic forever. But you'll never be the same because your perspective has changed. You have different views on certain things because you were bulimic. That's all that means. But I like that she says I walk with a little bit of a limp or something just like a little bit different. And that doesn't even mean that that's a bad thing. It just means that she's slightly different and that she doesn't define recovery as perfect. So those are three different perspectives on what being fully recovered means. And I, I'm almost positive Karen considers herself fully recovered. But I would highly recommend that book to any of you guys, The Rules of Normal Eating. Very good. Very good way to describe um, how to eat normally and all those sort of things. But here is what I define as recovery. I gave you all those perspectives. But the problem I have with a lot of those, aside from Karen's, is that they give you this long list of things that you have to achieve before you're recovered. They're like, well, they, these needs need to be met. They have to be have this right and this has to be out of the way. But I'm going to say something really simple, and I'm going to have a really, really simple definition of recovery for you, and when I say it, I think that your brain is going to fight me. You're going to bring up a whole bunch of but, but, buts, and uh, be confused about the fact, but I want you to try this on, this thought on. You are recovered the moment that you decide to not binge and purge. Now let that sit with you for a second. And the reason that I believe that is because bulimia is a behavior. Bulimia is an action in which you eat an excessive amount of food or an amount of food that you didn't actually need to eat, and there's a guilt attached to eating that food. And then it's followed by a compensatory behavior in an effort to try to get rid of that food and not deal with the consequences. So purging, exercising, 
laxatives, whatever. That's all the bulimia is. So when you stop performing the action of bulimia, aren't you no longer bulimic? Aren't you recovered because you are not bulimic anymore? And I know what your brain's doing. I know it's like, well, I could binge and purge tomorrow, Jacqueline. So no, I am not recovered because it's still an option to have this happen. But I want you to make this identity shift because so many times people say things like, I am bulimic, or people say, I am fat. And it's like, no, you are not fat. You are not bulimic. You are not a shower. It's the same, like it's the, <laughs> I heard this comparison the other day and I loved it because it's interesting that we call ourselves bulimic because we perform this action of bulimia. However, we all take showers and no one ever says, you're a shower taker. They never call you that, right? But with bulimia, we, we associate the action with who we are. We make it a part of our identity. But the moment that you decide you have an urge to binge and purge, you have that feeling of, I need to binge and purge, the moment you decide I'm not going to do this, and you do not take, take action on bulimia, then you are no longer bulimic, and you are fully recovered. Now, I am not taking into account behaviors of food. Maybe you aren't bulimic anymore, but you still have no idea how to eat food. Maybe you're still binging. Maybe you're still overeating all the time. Maybe you're using food to emotionally numb out things. You're snacking a lot to procrastinate, whatever it is. Maybe you still have a horrible body image. Maybe you still have a lot of other emotional stuff to work out. But the moment you decide not to binge and purge, that is the moment where you are not bulimic. No questions asked. There's no confusion about it because you're literally not taking the action of bulimia anymore. And instead of you arguing with me on this, why not use this to your advantage? Because when it comes to habit change, when it comes to recovering from bulimia, it's important to celebrate those goals. It's important to celebrate the moment that you make progress. And it's important to make an identity change. Because what happens when bulimia recovery is you are having a lot of trouble becoming a new person. Even though you hate bulimia, even though you don't enjoy it, even though there are a lot of things negatively impacting your life because of bulimia, you still have it associated with your identity. And because of this, leaving bulimia is uncomfortable. Bulimia is different. Even though you're miserable, at least you know you can survive it. Your brain's comfortable with bulimia. Your brain knows that it's safe in a way. And some of you just don't want to give up that numbness of food or whatever. There are a lot of reasons why people stay in bulimia. But if you make that identity shift of the moment I stop, the moment I decide not to binge and purge is the moment where I can define myself as recovered. I can define myself as no longer bulimic. I still have a lot of work to do, but so does everyone else. We always have work to do. We always have things that we need to improve on till the day that we die. It's just a constant evolvement of the person that you are. So why are you holding yourself to all these arbitrary standards of, I need to be this before I can define myself as recovered? I have clients all the time that are in two different phases. I have clients that I just took on, and I have clients that are right in the phase where they've stopped binging and purging. And they're so excited. They're so happy about that. But at the same time, they don't want to say that they're fully recovered yet because they're worried about relapsing or they're worried that it's too soon to say that. But I always celebrate with them and say, no, don't brush off that success. Don't pretend like nothing happened. You just went a couple days without binging and purging. You just went a week without binging and purging. And you're going to pretend like that was just luck. 
you're going to pretend like that's a fluke. No, you can call yourself recovered because you are no longer performing bulimic actions. Just say it for what it is. Embrace it. Enjoy it. Revel in that success. You know what's really effective for habit changing? There's a lot of benefit in going over what you did wrong and thinking, okay, I did this wrong. What can I do differently next time? What could be successful and serve me better next time? But what's even more important for habit change is focusing on what worked, focusing on your successes, learning from them, and running with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I don't know if you guys have Southern relatives, but I do. And that's what they'd say. If it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Because what's the point? If something works, if it's working, if it's doing the right thing for you, if it's creating results, focus on it. Focus on why you've unbinged and purged. Focus on the fact that you're in recovery now. You are recovered. And what is causing that? What did you do differently? How did you do it? How can you replicate it? How can you do it again? Because you did it once. You've already recovered. How can you continue to recover? How can you continue to stay in that space? Again, we all try to make this so complicated. We all try to confuse ourselves. We think that it shouldn't be easy. But what if bulimia recovery was easy? What if it was as simple as I decided not to binge and perch? And that's that. What if it was very simplistic? And it is. Now, my course, you know, and my clients, they work with me because they are ready to make a change. They work with me because they want that accountability. And they work with me because I highlight the things that they're thinking that aren't very useful. And I highlight the excuses that they make and the things that they aren't even able to see. And I push them to find answers. That's why they hire me, because they can recover on their own. But having someone to help you like me who's been there and to push you and to tell you the truth and to be your cheerleader... And to encourage you and to let you know, to help you believe that you are capable, that's an amazing thing. But I really had to push a lot of my clients this week that no, you are recovering. You are already there. It's just maintaining. It's just continuing to go down that journey. It's just having the ability now that when your ex calls, when bulimia calls you back after you've broken up with it for a week, you don't go back. That's that's the challenge now. You're already recovered. And I think that's so freeing. I didn't really have that revelation when I was bulimic and I recovered. I, I too, did the same thing. I, I would think once I, once I finally stopped binging and purging, it took me about a month to realize that I wasn't going back to it. It took me about a month to think, you know, this is over. Like, this is really done. Like, I knew I was done with it when I decided to pause. I knew that I, it didn't have a place in my more, my life anymore, but it took me about 30 days to realize, like, I think I can call myself recovered. I think I know that I will never open the door of bulimia again in my life. This is over. And so I've been there. I've been in your shoes. But if someone had explained bulimia to me in this way, I probably would have called myself recovered a lot sooner. And I probably would have stopped confusing those things. So to sum up this podcast, to sum up this rant about recovery, I want you to take a look at what you define as recovery. What do you think counts you as recovery? I had someone in my course message me, and she is such a powerful student. She's a client, but she doesn't coach with me directly. She's just a a course member. However, she does all the work of the modules. 
she really listens. She comes to me with ideas. She'll email me and be like, I got this idea. You should probably put this in your course. This would be helpful for me. And she asks a lot of questions. Very great student and a great learner. Just really applies herself, you can tell. She was the first person to sign up for the program, the course that I launched about over a month ago now. I launched the course and she has gone a month and nine days or so without binge eating and purging. Now she's had some overeats in between there and you know her own struggles. Her life's not perfect by any means, but she's been done with binge eating and purging. And I just wanted to kind of, I, I smiled a little bit to myself because I remember counting down the days. I remember being like, it's been a week since I've been purge. It's been a month since I've been purge. It's been two, two months since I've been purge. And I'm going to offer to you guys to kind of just let go of that timeline and give yourself the excuse to call yourself recovered right now. And even if you binge and purge the next day, you can always recover again. It doesn't have to mean that because you binge and purge, you'll never recover. Because remember, you already did it once before, so you can do it again. Of course, there are a bunch of medical diagnoses and standards online that you can think about recovery, but I want to offer to you guys to think about what you define as recovery. And I'd like you to consider coming up with a new definition for recovery for yourself. Because the definition that you have may be too hard to uphold to. Because nobody's perfect. And you're never going to get to this perfect standard. Normal eaters, what are they? A lot of people that eat normally, I'm having using air quotations when I say that, a lot of people that eat normally don't always have the best diet. So I would try to wipe away a bunch of those standards you have for recovery. And think about what it means to you. But just remember, bulimia, bulimia is not you. It's not an identity. It's just an action. Bulimia is just a habit. And the moment that you stop the habit, doesn't that mean that you're no longer bulimic? Doesn't it mean that if it's a habit, it never had anything to do with you in the first place? It's just a habit you picked up that you can easily put back down again? What if recovery were simple? What if recovery were just defined by the fact of you no longer doing that action? I don't know. I was really excited when I finally developed this concept and finally put it into such simple terms and finally clarified it for me. I, I think I'll argue a lot with people that tried to would say differently, but to me, I think it's so freeing. So let that resonate with you. Maybe if you disagree with me, I feel like this is a little bit more of an edgy thing to say in the community. And I feel like tons of people will listen to this podcast and have objections to it and say, but what if, what if, no, but I don't, I need to reach this standard. I would love for you to, to um, write me, write me in an email. You can email me always at Jacqueline.davis.biz at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you or DM me on Instagram. That's the easiest place to reach me at. Do any of those things. Tell me the objections you have to recovery and we'll have a conversation. I'd love to talk to you about it. But for those of you that think that it sounds nice, try on that new belief. Let it sit there. Let it be comfortable. Cozy up to it. Consider if it would help your recovery. Consider yourself what it would feel like to define yourself as recovered. I don't know. A lot to think about. I really like that concept. So anyway, I hope this has been helpful to you guys. 
I am pre-recording the next three podcasts. I'm trying to get more into actually doing that so that I have more time to be me and more time to be an even better coach, better uh, business owner, a better person to all my clients and a better person in my, my own life, to my boyfriend, to my dog, to my family. I'm really excited for the year to come. I feel good about it. So the next podcast is going to be about fullness and how to deal with it because I know that's a huge trigger for so many of you. So the next podcast is on fullness. The next podcast after that is going to be about unconditional love and how it can help you with building your recovery. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery Course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.